Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What up, people? You're listening to So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to the big show. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is the fellow co-host of this podcast. That is me. That is you. I am here. Often imitated. I is here. You is here. Finally. Touching you. You are. Ooh, hello. On the knee. (laughs) You know, the sexiest part of the body. Keeping it PG. (laughs) Keeping it PG before it gets... X-rated. I was going to say, this is not the time if, <laughs> with this particular episode. I don't think we can be PG. I mean, we could try. That would be really interesting. Uh, you remember when we tried, we're like, we would try to be PG and then yes. we would. Well, you this tried back harder. back in the old days. You tried harder than me. So, yeah, I remember you would try and I would fail and you'd be like, Chrissy, man, now we're going to have to read this, this one early explicit. Days, like, like, what is podcasting? What is what is this? Oh, man, look, that one says explicit next oh, to it. Damn, we have to explicit <laughs> this, Chrissy. And then we're just like, fuck it. We're expliciting everything. I don't care. Beat YOLO. Yep, YOLO. Treat yourself. I mean, I love kids. Clearly, I worked with them. I have my own. This podcast is not for them, however. We have a problem. by the way speaking of of swearing has this come up with you and your friends or in your you know work friends any sort of talk where they're like wow do you swear in front of your children (laughs) or probably i mean i always feel like the black sheep of the room people are like yeah you know i just i one person i know is like i just naturally don't like i i'm not against swearing but i don't know it's like a natural thing for me when the kids are around i just don't do it ever i'm like "Mm mm-hmm Oh yeah, me too. Totes, <laughs> totally me too. Meanwhile, Camden's preschool teacher had to pull me aside recently and said, um, "I just wanted to ask you a question." And I go, "Oh no, what did he do?" Oh fuck! What, what now? Right? Oh fuck! I mean, what? And she goes, um, "I just want to see. Does Camden ever use the word stupid?" <laughs> Pause. I go to myself, first of all, when did stupid become a bad word? Like, I get you don't like want to tease kids on the playground and call them stupid. That would be like on a list of one to 20, like the 20th yeah, twentieth word I would have thought she would have said for Camden. Same too. Yeah. But then she, and she said, and I, and I must have looked like, what? And she goes, well, just something happened at school. And we just want to make sure like, you know, because does he say that? And I, I was caught off guard and I said, no, I don't think I've heard that one. Maybe his his sister said it once. I could ask her. I, I, why? And she goes, well, no, another child said that Camden was saying that something was stupid. And I said, did she call? Did he call somebody stupid? No, just something was what was stupid. So I asked him if he He's said really smart. that. It probably was stupid. So I, he, right? She goes, but I asked him if he said that, and he said no. And and I do believe him. She was very nice about it. And in my own head, I'm like, oh boy this is i have to be careful that i'm not saying like all the time just in my life in the kitchen the coffee maker doesn't work and i go this is stupid i probably heard it from me if he said it he says he didn't i asked him i don't say that word i say dumb i say other words i say this is a problem i go this is dumb um but it's been a eventful past week uh in our lives yes because we went on a vacation, our first like real vacation in many, many years. True. How many? Like several, several years. Well, we went to uh, not Hawaii. Excuse me, that's where we just came from. We went to Florida last year, but I get to the luxury of traveling for work sometimes, and so we often turn my work travel into like these little mini vacations where yeah. we add a day it's or like two. Piggybacking off of a. Yeah. A work trip for but, like a couple of days. Right. But I mean, but it kind of counts. Vacation <laughs> in that this was purely us, the four of us. Yeah, no work. This was not uh, work. This was not going like to see, see family across the country. Yeah. This is just us on a vacation. And it was... Epic and bonkers. Crazy. Oh my God. You need a vacation from your vacation. I feel 
like you've aged 10 years oh man <laughs> i feel like you've, you've seen like the american ninja warrior like championships yes where you're just like what is going on i felt like i went through one of those somehow and come out the other side i'm just like what 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 happened I, what what happened? I texted my girlfriends with the, with the actual like Webster definition of vacation or vacation noun one an extended period of recreation and relaxation, especially one spent away from home or traveling. Number two, if a parent a designated period of time spent yelling at the family and diffusing meltdowns in a different locale other than your own. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was an experience. It's a six day experience. Seven day. Seven day experience. Six nights. Seven day, six night. Two, uh, you know, plane rides. We went to Hawaii. Went to Oahu. Went to the f- world famous. Mm, yep. Alani Resort. Alani Resort. Yeah, in uh, Ko'olina. I had never heard of this place before you started, like, talking about what, it. What, Alani or Ko'olina? Uh, Alani. I had heard of Alani from um, a few friends who have children and went and said it was like the best thing in the history of the world. It's a Disney-owned resort. Correct. In Oahu. Yes. But like not Waikiki, Oahu, like the nice part of Oahu. Not the Waikiki is Waikiki isn't nice. Waikiki not nice? Well, Waikiki is just incredibly touristy in a way that like attracts all... As we drove all... through wa- like the, high, the the freeway. Yeah. That's, that's how much I know about... Waikiki. Waikiki is fine. It's just it, it like when you think of like Hawaii tourism, that's what it is. Like nice shops on one side of the street and like a flea market for miles on the other side of the street and beaches and all comers wearing fanny packs and you know their cameras and it's fine. It's just not like what we would do with our kids for relaxing vacation. Yeah. Sometimes I think about other people when I see other people on vacation and I'm like Man, they look really relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have kids. (laughs) They don't have these sticks of dynamite that they're carrying around all the time. Or as we like to call our five-year-old, she literally is a werewolf. She's a werewolf. (laughs) And this is the thing with her. We don't know what's going to set her off. No. But once she turns, like, I have to, like, grab her. Some kids are, like, gradual. Like, I could see Camden. He's younger. He's three. He just turned three. I could see him when he's heading toward his, what my friend Alexis calls, no nothing. Like, where no nothing is basically like when nothing else matters. You can't do anything to help them anymore. They've reached the stage where you're like, what, what do you need? And they go, no, nothing. I know when no nothing is coming for Camden. He's like Mother Teresa next to her, like Teen Wolf over here. Right. But with Brooklyn, you never know. It's like she's fine. She's fine until she falls off a cliff. And then she's not fine anymore. So... That 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 part of it was was rough. Managing those raw emotions. <laughs> Different time zones, you know, little Teen Wolf. Um, and, and she's a lovely kid, you guys. She really has got the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. But man, those emotions. As much as she loves, she also rages. <laughs> but this Alani Resort, obviously, talked about. You know, when, when I told someone I was going there, they're like, <gasps> like they draw their Same. breath, and I'm like, what, what, what's gonna happen? Everybody does that. <laughs> like, am I gonna? Is there some kind of secret that I don't know about? Is this like a eyes wide shut experience or something? <laughs> what was no. going on? And then oh you start, and then you started talking about like the the people and like the costumes, yeah. and the character breakfasts, and I was Shows, like, what? Yeah. And then we finally got there, and what would be your overall? Your overall review. It's about what I expected. Being that I wouldn't define myself, and I don't think I would define you, as a, in quotes, Disney person. We like Disney. We appreciate the body of work that Disney has provided over the years and lots of great entertainment. But some people, and it seems like a lot of people I know, are die hard Disney people. So if you- So many people you're like, hey, dude, Calm down. Yeah. Like, like they get the down, season man. passes to Disneyland. Like they'll go on the cruise, like the whole bit. And for those people, if you're a Disney person, you're listening to this. Good for you, man. This this resort will be like the best experience of your whole life. Because let's be honest, Disney does provide a great experience. But like all the shit that you don't like about Disney is also still there. It's crowded. It's expensive. Crowded. It feels like like the joy uh, that they give you is somewhat manufactured and given, you know, on factory level display for everybody. 
So it's it's so fine. many people. So it's so very crowded. Many people. Yeah, it is. Uh, crowded, expensive, definitely expensive. Holy shit! Very expensive. I, we were lucky. This is one of the nicer. We gotta, we gotta, like, I, I grew up, like I grew up. We went to like the deal. Holiday Inn or whatever. Like <laughs> that was as resorty as we got. Like oh, really? we hope we hope they had an indoor pool. And we if, at if least stayed like, at the Sheraton. We are living it up. So uh, I mean, it's like when we went to the Four Seasons in Santa Barbara. I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Yeah, I, I feel like Beverly Hillbillies. Like when I do this, and so I'm here on this like resort. There is in the plus column, probably the big one of the biggest. There is a lazy river, yes. like right outside the door of the hotel. Like yes. you walk out that back door, the lazy river is right there. That was probably my favorite thing. What was my other favorite thing? Oh, the beach, the proximity to the beach. That was pretty cool. The beach was the beach was nice, but it was like uh, it was like they had a guardrail on the beach with like the rocks right. and stuff. So right. that, and I was really excited about going uh, snorkeling. Oh yeah, you were. I'm sorry but, that didn't happen. But it turns out, like the one time I've been snorkeling in Kauai, it was like you were snorkeling in the ocean. You yes. Know? But at this resort, it's like an artificial pool made to look like the ocean, and then they no, just put they they have you. It's pay. not made to look like the ocean. It's like an aquarium. It's basically like you're snorkeling well, in it an aquarium. Look like the pool at the YMCA. That's what I'm saying. No, an aquarium. There's like fucking barnacles and all this, like you know, yeah. g- jelly, gelatinous stuff everywhere. Hence aquarium. I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> I don't want fake, like fake ocean snorkeling. <laughs> so that was kind of boring. so. I just so fake snorkeling. I just that's did. The, I just did the I'm math. Doing, you don't have to say it out loud if you don't want here. But no, I, this I, I don't want to say it out. Not loud including, ever again. not including air, not including the car rental and food. Tax. That was a big one oh, for Chrissy. Fuck, yeah, this is this is what the hotel costs per night. Jesus, criminy. <laughs> that is a lot. So basically, uh-huh, yeah. if you're thinking about going to a place like this, get the Costco love, vacation. <laughs> if you love, 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 love Disney, then you will love it. Then you, you will, really will. You will love it because yeah. you are never you you never forget the trip at Disney Resort. No, it is the quintessential Disney experience. You get there, they know your name. They call they call it home. They're like, "Welcome home." By the way, oh my god, I didn't tell you this. Our three year old, our newly minted three year old, is so confused. Last night he was like deliriously tired. I'm putting him to bed, and he goes, "Mom, yeah, we have to get our rest because tomorrow we go to our new home." And I said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait don't go to sleep. What new home?" He goes, "Our new home with the button." And I'm like. <laughs> The button. What's I go. Are, are you talking about the Alani Resort in Hawaii that had an elevator with a button oh, that we gosh. just came back from? And he negative goes, "Negative buttons." He goes, "Yeah." I'm putting that on the board. Our negative. new I'm a home. Because they called it home over and over again. He's confused. He's really sad. That's what I'm saying. For our home. that amount, you just showed me on your phone that we paid per night for this whole experience. Yeah, we could have gone to a Holiday Inn like twenty times. <laughs> Like I, would not, I would not with go lots of buttons or just get like a, a, Here's what I will a tell hotel you. button. Here's like, what I will tell you. Like the, a, the price of this place is on par with the nicest four seasons that exists. Except big. Oh, how is this not at the top of my negative list? What? Beds. Oh, okay. So the beds were super hard and super uncomfortable. And by the way, I thought we were going to get a king. We were on a queen. Were we not? We were on a queen bed. It had to be a queen. I think it was a I queen. I was way too close to you. Sorry. You kept like kneeing me. You oh. had like a knee, an outward knee. Well, do you know what happened? I would go to sit down like in the bed because I would stay up late every night. I, I understand because like it's like how does someone sleep with Andre the Giant or whatever? <laughs> and I'm like, like what am I going to do? <laughs> you just hope you, I don't shamu on top of you. Poor Camden at one point woke up and he knew I couldn't get in bed because you were there and I just stood there like this and he saw me and he went, Mama, here's some room right here. And he like made room in his bed so I could sleep with him. <laughs> oh, uh, so pluses, pluses. Lazy, river, lazy river, pool, proximity pools, to the pools beach, are pretty cool. pools on pools on Th- pools. There was a water slide. There was that was cool. Everything with it. so it's basically Alani. If you have not been, we've already established the Disney aspect. It has it's like a water park. It, it has a water park built into the grounds. So a ton of pools, like we said, proximity to the beach. There are water slides. There's a, a splash pad. There's actually two splash pads. One for toddlers. I feel like one cr- for kids. Uh, Brooklyn was hazing me, like just wanting to do all this. Water park, the water park stuff. shit. You don't like water parks. I hate water parks. So I was like, oh man, like I'm like the I'm gonna be the, the haze throughout this week 
of doing all this stuff. But I thought you were into it. You were the one who's always like, let's go to a water park. And I'm like, let's not. So I was yeah, fine like, to let you take the day, lead. day, but we were there for what? How many days? Seven. <laughs> And it, uh, I mean, when I go to a water park, it's I'm just not I don't have somebody behind me be like, let's go do this now. Let's go do that. OK, wait, I've got another plus for you. Lots of optional planned activities. Some of them you have to pay more for, which we didn't. Um, oh, actually, that's a lie. We did. We did for the character breakfast. But we paid for everything. But no, but for the plan activities like we got to go and get a hula lesson, which Brooklyn loved. We got to do an animation experience. Like they're, they have a ton of planned activities every day. So you really do never have to leave the resort if you don't want to. There's like a ton of shit to do. Okay. The last one. And this one was something we talked about on our, our like two episodes ago. Yeah. The character breakfast. Oh, I had one more plus, but okay, go ahead. Where does the character pre- breakfast go? So you super you, super expensive. You were sure it was going to be a negative, and I thought it was actually a well positive. because I thought that they were going really like, to be it. sitting down like eating with you. They're wearing like, giant heads. How are they supposed to eat? That's what I said, and that's the question I had. No, so no, I've no, never no, no. been to one of these things. When we so talked I was about like, this, is this, is this like what? No, two episodes ago when we talked about this, you thought it was like princesses, like Moana's going to sit and she's actually going to have a meal with you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like Mickey. We're going to have a mix. <laughs> Just like when you're at Disneyland, there's a mix of actual real people like princesses and people like gigantic. They did heads. have Moana at, at the resort. She just didn't eat. Yeah. I saw no eating. No. Moana like they would like eat. come by and like. High five, take pictures. Give you a hug. Like, Goofy was funny. We saw Goofy walk into the water at one point. <laughs> I often lost you guys, and then I would just like talk with some of them. That's another thing. I don't know if this happens with other people with kids on vacations, but I think our kids stepped up their uh, bathroom usage by at least 75%. <laughs> like so much that I was worried. Like 60% of this vacation was spent in the bathroom and me waiting for you guys to come back from the bathroom. Well, because here's the problem. So they have to go. I look at people like, that guy looks relaxed. So I've been waiting for people for the bathroom like the last three days. Here's the deal. Well, you have two people in them and they each have their own body clocks of when they have to go. Too and much then, bathroom thirdly, in, in the negative. Every single time I had to go, both of them were like, I want to go too. So basically it was like three times the amount of normal bathroom I'm trips. putting character breakfast in the plus column. I thought it was better than you just th- thought it was it, going to be. Just because A, it was a um, an experience I'll never forget. I was almost I was almost hitting the, the head by a bird. You were almost It was like an outdoor indoor bird. thing and like this bird like birds. flew by and like almost hit my head. Yeah. So that was kind of but But they they, they, they catered a, to us. They had like a parade with the kids. Yes. The kids love seeing Goofy and, and Mickey or Minnie, Minnie whatever. Both. Um, and it was like a buffet, so I got like an no, omelet, and it was good. It was not the although the they food gave us like terrible. Mickey like pancakes, and so I was like eating Mickey pancakes and like looking at Mickey, and I was Freaked like, you out a little bit. This is freaky. Man. This was nice. They thought that we were vegan, we're vegetarian, but they actually, without being asked, came out with a ton of extra food just for us, and they were like, "Here you go." So that was that was good enough for the plus column because yeah. In the negative column is food in general, and that was just like so expensive, not vegetarian. Never find anything. It was awful that our kids. We'd have to go off site. Um, Here's some more chips. This isn't like against Olani, but the whole car seat debacle. Olani. Olani. He's writing it at the top. That's right. Yeah. Um, The car seat debacle. Brooklyn's bubble bum (laughs) deflated and didn't have a car seat, so we had to take her to Target and was like, "What will I strap you in today?" Buy one on the spot. Uh, we're just saying, guys. The parking lot. There's going to be people who don't have kids, and they'll be like, "Whoa, what are you? Stop talking about this!" But oh, the roaches! It was the roaches in our lives. The oh. roaches! Oh my god! If you don't put that on the negative list, I'm leaving. Because <laughs> he saw some cockroaches. No, 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 not some. So the first time I noticed anything, it was like day three or four. Four. I'm gonna do like a separate area just for Chrissy. Thank you. And we were waiting in line for the luau, which is like an outdoor oh, uh, luau. Path. Luau was great. Luau was good, except for the food. Yeah, but actually, that wasn't terrible though. Anyway, I th- so we were we were waiting in line, and all of a sudden, I noticed in the foliage. It's broad daylight, by the way. Like Fo- there, foliage. There, f- foliage. I see. I see a cockroach, and I go, "Whoa! <gasps> Ooh, get away from there! Whoa! Whoa! What's happening? Okay, Hawaii, calm down." I look to my left. I see three more. I look to my right. Two more. Then they start flying. Then they were near our child's snow cone. Then they were outside the front of the resort and you took video. I'm just saying you I just couldn't. need to get over this. No. Like No, Justin. I will not. Like it's just too much. Oh, I got another negative. 
Oh, there's no room. We no, got to get on. I got to the one movie. more. I got one more. Okay. This is too much. So you think this is going to be a positive because it's a it's a resort and they have ton of it's uh, pretty balanced this list they have waiters and waitresses everywhere just waiting to serve you huge plus right like you could walk to a pool and just sit in there like would you like anything poolside service everywhere you go right the drinks the drinks are like 16 dollars a pop Every, that well that goes with uh and expensive hold on though and they are watered down af i didn't i don't know if you felt anything and i'm not like a heavyweight i had Two back to back, whatever they were, they were like their version of not my ties. They were like cucumber something or other. Yeah, there was nothing in them. I felt nothing, and I was like, "This was an unbelievable waste." That's of why $40. I just got a, like a <laughs> liquor. Like I just got straight liquor at the you grocery did at, store. at Target. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck this!" Drinking whiskey. Um, yeah, and we got beer and wine. Wait, too. what was, what was that? That was a negative. Drinks. Watered down drinks. Well, that's expensive. But uh, no, watered down drinks. <laughs> Straight drinks. Drinks. Water down. So. Oh, one more plus though. Stop. No, this no is more. good. This is important. People need to know this one. If you have children that are over the age of three and they are potty trained, they can go to Auntie's Beach oh, House, yeah. which is included oh. and it's childcare. And the inside, you guys, it's like children's paradise on crack. They have an iPad station with like six iPads. They have an Xbox station, six Xboxes, a coloring station, a dress like up room, a movie this room. This was not utilized enough. Well, because what happened was we would take them and 40 minutes later they would call and be like, oh, your daughter's asking where you are. Because she couldn't, her, she couldn't be separate. Her, no, I'm not here. I died. I never died. coming back. I would have I never wanted to leave volcano. that beach house. Camden loved it. He kept asking to come back. <gasps> oh, okay. He loved it. Last beach plus, house. and we have to go on, Chris. Oh, this is so ridiculous. Good. Spa. Oh, spa. the spa was big plus where we got our massages, spa. but it was also very expensive. This is a like a rich person spa. It's like Burke Williams, but better. Oh, well, Burke Williams is the only place I've been to in terms of well, other than the infamous Wee Spas. No, no. I don't really consider that place. That doesn't uh, count. <laughs> no, like a spa where you're like really comfortable and like, oh man, yes. Burke Williams is the only other place I've been to until this place. But this place is like, we're gonna walk down this hall and like the water, like. You're going to throw a stone into the pool, and each of you has the a, a stone name throwing thing. I was written like, on it. We haven't even talked about this. <laughs> you know what? The stone throwing thing when it was going on, I was like, "This is stupid." Look, I just said "stupid" after I said it. Never said. It. But after it happened, I was like, "No, I feel better now." <laughs> Let me throw more stones. They were like, "Here, you you will no, you will reach into this bag and pick out a stone. The stone will pick you, and don't look at it yet. Now you may turn it over in your hand." And rub your thumb over the word. And what does yours say? Mine said balance. <laughs> what does yours say? Dream. <laughs> and then they said, now, you may throw your rocks into the rock pool. And then we do. And after they were like, <laughs> and now, you have given your rocks back to the Ko'olina Spa. And now we will go this way. And then afterward, they were like, We've created some bath salts for you, specific to the stones you threw into the rock pool. Did you think they were going to give your rock back? I thought they were going to give you my rock back. I wanted my rock. I kind of liked it. I know. And then they're like, no, here's, no, like here's some... your bath salts. We ground up your rock and made salt <laughs> the out of it. the version of your rock. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> um, so you have your balance salts. But this place was awesome. <laughs> I, it was kind of foof, like foofy and like oh. weird in a couple parts. But this spa is closed since we will offer you the jacuzzi. We were like joking around with our massage massage therapist. Yeah. We had a double massage. Yeah. Um they had like a room, a relaxation room with gummy bears. My god, what was that? <laughs> Hawaii, man. Gummy they, bears. So Hawaii, I didn't I when they I was making fun of them openly cuz I was like this is kind of funny. You're like, "Hey, here's the cucumber melon water and also gummy bears." Like, what choice was that? I don't get it. And I didn't tell you this, Justin, but when we were in the airport uh getting ready to leave Honolulu, I was at uh the cash register buying some waters just at like a regular Italian restaurant and right next to me, gummy bears. So <gasps> I think it's a thing. They're following us? Yeah, I Wait, think no, it's no, like are gummy bears made in Hawaii? Maybe. What? I mean, How I don't know. I know this. Maybe it's a thing. Uh-oh. Maybe, Wikipedia. Maybe we thought we were being like stupid, making fun of the fact that they had gummy bears in the waiting area. I wasn't making fun of it. I, I was. was. <laughs> you were making fun of me for eating them all. I was like, dude, this is cool when I'm relaxing with these gummy bears. And then there was the wind. Um, Yikes. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Olani. 
Alana, we did enjoy you. You were way too expensive, and next time we will stay somewhere else. It was an experience. But never the it. free child care cannot be overstated, guys. Do oh. it for the free child care. Oh. And make them stay longer than 40 minutes. We were way too nice. We kept picking our kids up. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who you are. <laughs> prank call. Prank call. Let's talk about the movie, Chris. Okay. Uh, so this week we're talking about the 1997 Paul Thomas Anderson film, Boogie Nights. I want you to know I plan on being a star. Jack Warner, come here. A deal is made. Who's Dirk Diggler? Oh, this is a new fellow. A star is born. The award goes to Dirk Diggler! And nothing will ever be the same. David Anson of Newsweek says Boogie Nights is the most invigorating, deeply entertaining American movie this year so far. Boogie Nights, rated R. Oh, yeah. Bound chicka bow wow. Uh, IMDb logline, the story of a young man's adventures in the California pornography industry of the late 1970s and early 1980s. Like I said, this was written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Stars ton of people. Mark Wahlberg, Julianne Moore, Burt Reynolds, Don Cheadle, Philip Taylor, uh, Hoffman. <laughs> Hoffman. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Who else? Who did that? John C. Riley. Oh, a yeah. ton of people. Heather Graham, William H. Macy. It goes on and on and on. Chrissy. Yeah. There was a reason we watched this movie. Why yes. was it? It was because your mom had never seen this, right? Well, my mom had never seen it, and she was uh, she stayed behind here at our house and watched her dog all week for us. Your mom, who grew up here in, uh, yeah, the San Fernando Valley. I am during this time third generation Angelino. She was a Valley girl. She was a Valley girl. So when she said she had never seen this, I was like, "What? Does it make <laughs> sense? What?" Actually, th- th- I-, I had pretty much had a similar reaction to any time you haven't seen an LA movie because, like, if somebody was like a movie all about North Carolina as a kid, I'd be like, "Dude, I am watching that yesterday. Like, put it in front of my face." Right. And I had seen it like at some point in time. But you didn't remember exactly, so it's it, it felt like seeing seeing it for the first time for me. Feels like the first time. Feels like the very first. So we watched it with your mom. Yes, and that was an experience. <laughs> uh, kind of reminded me of the time we watched Gigolos, the Showtime show with, with my your mom. mom? It, yeah, <laughs> but not true. As funny. No, not as funny. <laughs> your mom. That was great. Um, I don't think I'd show Boogie Nights to my. Mom. I was I can't I can't imagine watching it with Meemaw. Uh so she loved it. She did. She thought it was a really good movie. She thought it was awesome. I love, we're giving her review by proxy because she went home to. Back she was to supposed her to be house. here to talk about it. She was, but she Got had to go home by that. But I know me too. She did love it, um, which was great. W- what is your opinion on it? Uh, several years later, after seeing it again, it is a good movie. It. I always uh, separating the, the fact that it is a good movie. Well, no, hold on. Chrissy Winter. What? Why do you always do this? Like I'm beginning a thought, and you're like, well, I apparently, remember, I gotta remember the pool quote. That's like the summation. The yes. Like my first line becomes my summation of everything. But I digress. Um, to start out strong. Go yeah. Ahead. No, there you go. Uh, this is totally not anything against the movie because the movie itself is great. However, I have always said like I am so glad I wasn't alive in the 70s. And uh, a little bit, uh, well, I was alive in the 80s, but like, you know, an, an adult, like in the 70s and 80s, it's just not my thing. And I, I said to you at one point, I, with you, I was like, this movie needs to not be named Boogie Nights. It needs to be called Why Coke is a Bad Choice. <laughs> and I, I got to get Coke. <laughs> well, it's Cocaine's just hell of drug. Why Coke ruins lives. Part one. You, Chrissy hates disco. She hates cocaine. She hates porn, apparently. I don't hate porn. She does, she does not hate... Chrissy loves porn. <laughs> I didn't say I love porn. <laughs> what was it... Oh as a God. kid, As a kid, what was your view... Of, uh, what was your relationship with porn? Did you, um, was your dad one of those like, I leave my Playboy under oh, the, under the no. mattress? And my mom was a um, an ultra feminist and in fact made a point of saying like, if if my dad had a Playboy, like she would throw the fuck down. Like, how dare you look at another woman? How dare you? It's a personal Whoa. affront. 
Um, Yikes. I guess before she told me a story about how like before I was ever... wait that's the feminist uh, slant on that that doesn't sound like the feminist well slant. I'm getting there before I was ever born uh, apparently my dad went through a phase where he was like yeah I subscribe to Playboy now and he's such a douchebag he can't even like do anything normally so <laughs> is so, that how he talked about it <laughs> apparently so yeah. she went like this she was like uh, no you're not and he went yes i am and she went okay and immediately subscribed to playgirl and started <laughs> leaving them out and she's like yeah look at that dick Ooh, look at that piece of ass like whatever and he's like you shut up like you can't have that is, is, anymore is this when you're like walking around no like before i was kid? ever it was before i was ever born <laughs> and then and that was the end of that i was like Dinner conversations must have been she, really you know, awkward around your house. That was the end of that. Ooh, and they never had that it again. Dick over there, <laughs> that dick. No, Those but balls. Once in a blue moon, I would go to a friend's house whose dad like did have like a poster in their garage or like a Playboy sticking out of somewhere in the garage or whatever. Like we're enough where you could see it, and I'd be like so freaked out because it was. I was meant to think that this was like you were bad if you did those things or looked at those things. And I would go home and I would tell my mom and I'd feel so guilty. And she wouldn't let me play at those people's houses oh anymore. It was a big deal wow. back then. Yeah, like a very ultra conservative porn upbringing. As far as porn's concerned, true. I, I know my family's very liberal about pretty much everything, but this one was one that my mom thought was demeaning and degrading to women. The, the you yeah. know, porn in general and you know and how dare any monogamous man like be looking at another woman in a way to 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 get him off like what the hell sort of thing well i had a split as you know so i had one side that was more like that and then the other side was like your godfather's in the porn industry oh my god (laughs) you we have a back room in our video store with tons of porn right yeah so many options (laughs) i was about how like i used to work there as a kid and like guys would come up with like five porns they would rip five porns at a time what are you doing with some that are like two three hours long and even as a kid i was like what are you doing with your life dude <laughs> like what is going on and then later oh when God. like a 40 year old virgin came out i'm like are they making like po- like boner jams yes like, mixed Ugh. how old gross. were you when you saw your first porn do you remember oh it's definitely like video i mean definitely like maybe in like middle school or something oh my god middle school <laughs> again i grew up in a I, video yeah, store i know i know, I know. <laughs> easy access um wow blew my mind man i remember like skinamax late at night we didn't have actual cinemax so like it would be the back then like the grayed out like lines on the screen and if you press like the channel button a zillion times on on a row and then the remote like you might see a boob you press the channel button like you change the channel no like so okay i now i have to i have some explaining to do (laughs) sounds like some it was work. Crazy. It was work. So I would just have to squint my eyes and then no, it would because, kind of look like because a boob. Then it, it, it was, was usually Shannon Tweed's boobs. You know how she was like in every single movie sure. in the nineties that was on Skin of I mean, I didn't know who they were. But... Emmanuel. Remember those? No, I don't know. Like you're in the weeds, man. <laughs> I don't know who anybody is. But but no, so like basically here's what would happen. Like if it was just, like you just flipped on Skinamax and we didn't subscribe, it would either be like a total gray like snow screen or blue once we got, you know, older and there was digital and stuff like great total blue. But if you like, let's say it was channel 500, right? And you did 500 and then you like pressed it again. So the last channel was also 500 and then you pressed last channel over and over and over and over again in very rapid succession. Like it would like cause it to kind of do this thing where you could kind of make out a boom. This is so sad. You know, we're going like, to be like old people, like talking about the old <laughs> days and telling our grandkids about when I was your age. Oh I God. used to have to print out a naked picture on a print shop deluxe dot matrix <laughs> printer and it took 10 minutes. Or when we had dial up and like you're like, "Oh, what's this picture?" I it was think like I revealing may itself like, so slowly, <laughs> one little line at a time. Uh, this is going to be so worth it. No, no, but then so this is the worst it. part. One time you like pop popcorn. No, like, one time. One time I got caught because I was like this like, "Well, I I'm curious." And I okay. 
okay. And like I clicked it to download and it's taking 10 fucking years, right? Meanwhile, and it's like, you're surrounded by playgirls at your mom. <laughs> no. has, and it's like, it's like a third of the way down and my mom is in the doorway and she can't see the screen yet, but she's just like, hey, like, da da da. And I'm like, was it oh, a God. dick? It was a dick. I, it was, it was, whatever it was, it was bad. <laughs> And I remember being like this, like it filled up several quadrants, and and so I go like this. Like I'm like very quiet. I'm looking at her, and I'm very quietly trying to move the mouse to the X so I could just like pretend it never happened. And my computer freezes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! And I'm like trying over and over, and then I'm trying to control delete. By this time, she has come around the other side. It is in half downloaded full view, oh, and she's like, the worst. wow. She's like, that's really slow. Here's a playgirl. I was, I thought, I was mortified. I was like, "This is, this is how I die, this is how I die," and she was like, "Do you, do you want to talk about it? Do you have any questions?" Like, it's still downloading. And I'm like, uh, "And she goes, see this. she, she, and she, she was nice about it, and she kind of laughed. She goes, just so you know, like, it's not like that." And I went, really? And she was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it was awful. So what we're saying is kids today have it made. <laughs> like they, they can watch no like, idea. they can have two screens, like oh five God. porns going on at the same time, like a VR experience. Ugh. But can I just tell you, Jesus Christ, this kids. is my feminist for the next millennial, no, post-millennial generation. I am genuinely worried about our girls who have Brain this- damage. Heart attacks. This, you know, who have this... Chafing. What? What? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. What are you talking about? I'm talking about, like, girls, like, young girls, like, the next generation of girls who will watch this and think this is what their, like, sexual experiences are supposed to be like. I agree with that, too. I was talking about, like, safety You're, like, talking about chafing over there. I'm like, wait, what? No. I was saying they have it too easy. Like we're, like I said, like revealing like one picture that takes 10 minutes and they can have like multiple screens and like a VR experience. That's exactly the problem. Yeah. uh, I worry. But Boogie Nights. Oh, yes. I love Boogie Nights, I know you do. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I like it, but can you tell me why, why like the diehard love? I can see liking and thinking it's a great movie and worthy of the awards it won, but. Number one, I think it just hit me at like the, like the exact right time in my life. Yeah, I was like 17, 97? 97. So like, yeah, I was like senior year of high school or around, somewhere on that. Yeah. Um, so. I was a freshman. That was going on. Um, it has an amazing soundtrack. It has an amazing cast. Uh, it has an amazing way to tell a story that on its face you're like, oh, porn. But it's really a movie about family and how. Agreed people uh make make their family when they have to like every single character pretty much in this movie uh their upbringing caused them to look for love in other places other than their blood family right and it happens to be in the porn industry it's so so it's funny that you bring that up because i said at the very end um about burt reynolds you know with with when they kind of all kind of came back together Mm -hmm. i was like this is like his own little island of misfit toys it is exactly, take porn out of the equation for a minute, it is exactly like community theater. It's always the same people working together, doing the fucking, same productions, yeah, yeah. like shit going Tell on us, behind the scenes. Do we have to talk about this again? Your, your theater days. No, Christine. not mine. I'm just saying like this is- <laughs> No, I agree with you. This is totally community theater. They just happen to be doing porn. Exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, and memorable characters too. Like there's so yeah. many characters- in this movie, it's a huge movie. It's like over two and a half hours long. Yeah, but everybody gets their like time to like shine. Even, True. even our boy Mark Wahlberg. Even. Yeah. Well, we get why you say even? He's like the main guy. <laughs> no, but you, this is number one. Not a movie you would think about. Uh, like, imagine never seeing Boogie Nights and only seeing other Mark Wahlberg movies, and then you see this movie, and you're like, whoa. Sure. Did Paul Thomas That's Anderson acting. watch Basketball Diaries and was like, "Oh, we know he can do coke. Like, we should definitely cast him." It was very interesting. What well, your boy Leo was supposed to be in this movie, right? What you didn't know that? No. Yeah. So Leo was slated to be in this movie. He, Playing who? He, I can't believe you don't know this, Chrissy. This is dumb. I'm putting this on the negative board of Alani Alani <laughs> Resort. No, this was like a sliding door situation for your boy Leo. I, it, the word is that he had the pick between doing this 
or Titanic. Oh, thank God. And he picked Titanic. Thank God. But he said to uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, like, hey, look at my boy Mark. I was just in the basketball diaries with him, you know, and that's how he got the gig. Shut up. Nice t- Titanic Leo historian you are. What's the Titanic guy, the historian's name? What's his name? <laughs> Don. Don. See, I still remember Don. <laughs> Preeminent Titanic historian Don. <laughs> he probably knows about this, but you didn't. No, he knows about Titanic, not Boogie Nights. Um, yeah, Leo just wouldn't would have worked in this. No, not at that time too. That was prime Romeo and Juliet Leo. Like, mm-mm. Uh, but I think Mark Wahlberg. I, this is probably my fa- favorite Mark Wahlberg role. Like, it doesn't. It didn't ask for too much from him. Like he had to play basically like a, a young dumb guy that had just a huge fucking dick. That, that I don't know. It. Do you know what my my favorite Mark Wahlberg role is? Uh oh, which one? Guess. The happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you just watched that recently. I, know. I can't believe. Like, man, that movie is like vaulted like to the top of the charts for you. <laughs> you want to do your Mark Wahlberg and the happening impression right now? Okay, what do you mean my impression? Go you, ahead. Do, you do a good one. No, I don't. Go ahead. You do. I, I, Go ahead. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Or wait. You guys, I think it's just the wind. You know, if we just keep going this way, we could be really quiet. Otherwise, the wind's going to wake up, man. It's just going to chase us. It's going to be all right, though. That was great. No, it was not. Was <laughs> you do yours. You're better. You know what? That's probably my second favorite Mark Wahlberg. Uh, movie the happening as well but but this he's great and he has a couple scenes where he has to act and you're like good on, yeah good good on it mark i agree Wahlberg. there were definitely a few scenes where i was like oh mark Wahlberg could act good for him well this came directly after fear and you know how obsessed with him i was after fear i was like i want to see this guy <laughs> yes <laughs> all the mark Wahlberg movies so um so yeah when this came out and then like i had the weird thing where my godfather i, I had to put that in the quotations like was in the porn industry and my dad was super really like proud of this and kept reminding me like imagine being in high school and you're like son your godfather's in the porn industry i feel like that's something your dad probably reminded you about like every sunday at 12 o'clock like he said a reminder (laughs) and then uh when i was in seven when i was 17 (laughs) years old and went out to vegas and then met my godfather in the porn industry and i was like what you keep calling him the godfather of uh, your godfather of the porn industry. Does he have a name? Like, are we allowed to know? <laughs> He's passed, Chrissy. Oh, his name was Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. He worked for Vivid Entertainment for a good portion of his time. So, if J- Jerry had um, remained alive longer, do you think that instead of your first internship being with MTV, it would have been with Vivid? Uh nah. You don't want to start in porn, Chris. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Which That's is a funny. fallback. It's more of a fallback option. Yeah. And even if I'm like in like you know, like marketing or something. Yes. Oh, God. You wouldn't have started I in mean, porn. you live in the right place. There are plenty uh, of we jobs. We live in porn country as we sit. Literally, here like in our actual house. porn country. I'm surprised we could open our blinds and they'd be shooting a porn right across the street. But this is the funny thing. Why so do they do it? I live cheaper, here... cheaper real estate. Yeah. I lived here when I was a teenager and I live here again now. And I've never seen anything pornographic around here. Yeah. Never. Have you? I always think I always they're like more in the like the hills. Like you're at your friend's house in the hills, you look down, and you're like, "Oh, is that are they shooting a porn?" <laughs> oh my god, it's more apt to happen there than here. Maybe, but you they say it does happen around but here. But you don't even see. So like, I'm always on the lookout. The yellow signs. I went on a walk with Cam like, the other day, and I'm like, "Dude, you know they make a lot of porn around here." He's like, "What?" Oh god, that's stupid. Stupid daddy, stupid. Um. <laughs> so what? What else did you like about this movie? L.A. <laughs> I get I just get I get such a they kick. They film this in LA. I get such a kick out of like trying to figure out where everything is. I'm like, ooh, Reseda Boulevard. Ooh, Sherman Way. I know where that is. Cin- I mean the cinematography in this movie is uh, pretty is, great. It's pretty amazing. Although Especially it- the the first and last like sequence of scenes are like one shots. Like the 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 first one is a one shot all at that club. Yes. And you're you're meeting everyone, you're being introduced to all these characters. And it's really, uh, it's pretty crazy. Do you know what I liked about Very the, Scorsese. Yes. Do you know what I liked about the, both the cinematography and the storytelling in particular of, of, of this is how, if you, if you segment things out, 
of you know the um, the rising action to the climax to the falling to, to the dating moment, like everything. It's very operatic. Yes, and it also feels like everything could have been its own like standalone, like just the rising action part, but like how Mark Wahlberg got into this industry and became a thing could have been its own. I don't know, maybe not full length movie, but like certainly a short movie. Like that could have been a whole story in and of itself. Oh, because everybody was so strong. Yes, as an actor, right? And and you know d- those deep characterization in small moments, right? Um, that you're like, oh man, like every time someone came around, you're like, oh, it's like I'm back with an old friend, <laughs> and like it, the the whole the movie's like set over like what a seven or eight years or, or something from the right. late seventies to the to the early eighties. So there's a lot that happens, uh, you know. Especially in the eighties portion, as oh, you yeah. already, so, and that's what I mean. And then, and then when you would get to those segments, those those almost felt like individual vignettes of of movies, or certainly a series. Do you know what would have been great if this could have been a series? If this 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 would have been a fantastic series. Well, they have that show uh, with Franco on on HBO. Is it HBO? It's I, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We don't watch. We get to watch too much TV nowadays. So, but I there was. TV. I agree. I mean, this is one of my favorite movies. So, um, and another like I wanted to hear so much more about Roller Girl and what happened with the, with that guy in the car and Season and the whole bit. Like, I, there was yes, everybody's story could have been expanded. Julianne Moore didn't oh. get a nearly enough time to have her story flushed out and what happened. She was amazing. She was fantastic. This movie and then Magnolia right after that, which we we love her her scene work in that. I won't go into it. You're not going to go into it. No. But we love Julianne Moore. And in this movie, like she plays a woman that is broken, Ugh. complicated, um, you know, b- bad, you know, pretty bad mom in all respects. Makes bad but choices. But you feel, really feel for her because she's so good. Yep. Exactly. She's a sympathetic person who makes bad choices. Um, John C. Riley, probably other than um, Step Brothers, probably one of my favorite performances of him. Yeah. Um, I love, love, love the the whole um singing part where they're trying to make a record. Oh my god, that whole thing! <laughs> Although I will say this, like I loved it for what it was. I think that part went on a little too long. That is, and I think uh, do I have the extended version? No, that's the regular version I showed you. But there's an extended version where they. But I, that's the thing I like about this movie. You would never. It's it. You don't see movies like this anymore. Like people talking, you know. Yes. Relationships. I agree. You know. There's no explosions. There's no uh, comic yes. book characters or anything. Thank you. Um, it's I like I said. It's, it's sad that they just don't make them like this anymore. So that's a shame. I wish they did because I agree with you. And and that generally speaking, movies that I really like are those movies. That's one of the reasons I love Jerry Maguire. To be honest with you. So this is what you're giving me the look. Give me this look. No, but of people talking to each other and establishing relationships, and yes. and and this is a part of that wheelhouse as well. Um, but yeah, but 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 it really that was the one thing I was like everybody's stories and lives are so rich they could truly be their own standalones. Um, do you see why I I chose this for my '90s soundtrack movie draft? Yes. Like amazing soundtrack. If you're into of like crazy that decade of, of music, then sure. <laughs> you didn't like it. It's not my decade, but but it it was objectively good. Subjectively, not my thing. Again, bringing the '80s hate into this discussion. Just not my thing. Yet again, it's it's not a hate. Some '70s uh, tunes. It's some apathy. dance music. Exactly. You don't like dance. I don't like '70s. I I like '80s more than '70s. If that tells you anything. Um. In terms of music, I love the soundtrack. I think it's great. Sure. They made two versions of it. I think this is one of the ones where they made two versions of it. Uh, 70s, man. I'm so glad I wasn't alive in the 70s. I always think of like uh, Forrest Gump, too, with that whole section, you know, and Jenny is, you know, strung out of her mind and going to jump off a ledge and all that. I'm like, man, 70s sounded rough. Have you forgotten how <laughs> dark this movie gets, especially in the A section? It seems like yes. you, were, you were really surprised. Yes. I knew because the music got so ominous. I'm like, well, shit's about to go down. But like I kind of forgot that whole how, bad. how that sequence plays out because it's like s- deep shit happened to several different characters at the same time. Yes, is really well done. 
It is. And at first, I, to be honest with you, I was afraid it wouldn't get well done. I was like, I go, well, this is kind of hitting us heavily over the head, isn't it? With the music and like everybody suddenly looks pretty serious. And I'm like, come on, like we get it. Bad shit's going to go down. You can lighten up a little bit on the hitting us with it so hard. But then when it, it tied itself up beautifully, by the time that segment and sequence was over, it was like, whoa, holy shit. It, it jumped the shark in terms of how bad it could get, especially with Don Cheadle. Oh, that donut, donut scene. Oh my God. Yikes. But that's what I love about this movie. There's so many like sequences where you're just like, okay, like the way that that was crafted is masterful. Is there any... Like the whole, the whole first like audition porn scene between Mark Wahlberg and Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. Like... It, it, Yes, it's it was riveting. By yeah, the way, yeah, some people are like, "Oh, it's profane or whatever." No, but riveting, riveting, <laughs> amazing. Like, goes yeah. down in like top twenty. One of my favorite scenes of all time because it, there's so much shit going on right. in that scene. And you know what's interesting? Earlier, I and I, then you think about like the actors like acting this scene, right? And then they're playing actors in this scene. I was it was like Inception. So it's funny because we talked Poor earlier about Inception. like we we've talked about how like we like the fact that there's so much talking, establishing relationships. We talked a little bit about how this is very much like the microcosm of community theater in terms of it's always the same people putting on all these shows relating blah 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 but when you add the element of porn holy shit there's this voyeuristic thing that comes on (laughs) comes on for the viewer because we most of us probably anyway i'm guessing don't make porn are not that intimately involved with how this shit gets made so there is this added layer of like riveting holy shit is this what happens like what is going on right now where you can't turn away yeah that wouldn't have existed if it had been any other thing that they were doing mixed with like the crazy character things going on yes. where she's like this motherly character oh to my, him to like everybody it's just like here let me hold your hand right. with my vagina you and when i say so hand, i mean penis talent. yeah i'm like oh boy um <laughs> Is there any scene or se- sequence that you could have done without? Um, no, I can't think. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think. I've got one. I think. I mean, it, not to say that it didn't propel the plot forward because ultimately it did, especially for Mark. But the whole um, last pen- penultimate, like fifteen minutes. Of going to the guy in Hollywood. I think that could have been Hills shorter. House. Yeah. But that is one of the ones I love as well. Really? Like, I didn't hate it, but I'm always, I was, I, that's the one, every time, I've seen the scene before, and I remember watching it before going, okay, like, I get it. So this you're referencing <laughs> they uh, go on a drug deal going way wrong. Yeah. And the guy that they're selling a bunch of Coke to is drug addled, has an adoptive Chinese son who kept, who keeps throwing firecrackers everywhere. Yeah. Um, and a bodyguard and a bodyguard with a gun it's just not a good experience for them and just the way that the music like jesse's girl and sister christian that the music the, helped that scene the a lot. music the the firecrackers going off constantly oh, which your mom hated me too it just ratchets I up the tension it. just like okay i feel how like crazy like bonkers these characters are in this situation now and maybe it did go on uncomfortably long on purpose like this is because that that's more like a real life yeah. like in movies it would be it well, they have gone that faster. really like really long shot of Wahlberg's face uh during just yes where, where he, it sounds he's like, doing the math yeah he's like oh shit he's like i've fucked up like, he's this, like literally worked he's, out the he's equation. literally hit rock bottom yeah you know right before he almost is shot yeah so i understand it there I think the whole thing could have been a little bit shorter, but I just love that it's just like, it really puts you in a situation where, you know, I'm never going to be in a situation like that. But if I was, I would probably be pissing myself just like they You know, you actually had a, you have a good point there because I'm thinking of it more as like a a part and parcel. Alfred Molina's work, he's like the the, the guy they sell. He's really good as well. But when you bring it up that way, you're right. Oh, with the, the music was perfect. And I also love when Thomas Jane like turns from like, he's just coming to the drug deal to like, he wants the stuff in the safe because he's got this mustache and he gets like really like, 
coke addled mad like we came here for the ghost door safe and that's what we're going to do he like gets really like sad and mad or like yeah. oh no you're not in the safe i want in the safe sound the air horns we are in deep shit right now right and you're right that long shot of mark Wahlberg where he I, I i said math but that's literally what it looks like it looks like he's figuring out a calculus equation and suddenly he reached the reaches the end and it's the not cocaine, good the cocaine is goes, gone he's like oh, oh shit. shit i'm in i'm in it for real right now yeah How, that's one of the things i'm like what happened after this because obviously yeah, the guy that's a good point you know he, the guy probably knows if he doesn't know who he is could probably easily find out who <laughs> mark Wahlberg and john c <laughs> Riley were so you have to think okay did burt reynolds like pay him off or something yeah. p.s like how is john c Riley like the unsung hero of every movie he's ever in ever i know right ever he's like the glue he's like the glue man like he you put him wherever you need to go and he's just like solid you know, I watched Chicago again. I saw you today. watching Mr. Cellophane Man. Uh, f- yeah, Cellophane I, Man no, earlier it's, today. It's Mr. Cellophane. Um, first of all, I, we don't need to talk about Chicago, but, but I don't know why people hate it. It's great. I was explaining it to Brooklyn. He's great. He's so great. He yeah. yeah anyway, he was great in this too. Um, he's in the plus column for Alani. So any huge negatives? It was long. I, I will, I will tell you that. It was too, too long, long for Chrissy. No, like not where I'm like, oh my God, is it over? I didn't actually think that once while watching it. Was it grossing? It was, which is why I just said I didn't think once while watching it, is it over? Uh-huh. But when I look back on it, I'm like, there was a lot. It was a lot and it was long. Um, it was epic in length and in like time span. Like, right. You really <laughs> you go a roller coaster of emotions throughout this film. True. I would have probably another great scene the uh, the New Year's Eve party yeah. where William H Macy oh. when it turns 1980 and everything starts to go downhill in, in 1980 oh. that whole the how that whole play, thing plays out I'm just like okay that was crazy who that played was his well wife uh, Nina Hartley famous uh, adult film actress Nina Hartley oh she's an actual adult film actress yes holy geez there were I, the, see that's so there you go that's one thing I like I mean. That needed to happen. Her being in this and doing everything that she did in order to propel um, Macy, but every single time she was caught doing whatever she was doing with some dude or dudes, I'd be like, "Okay, like I get it. Okay, this is especially the one in the driveway. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Like, what's happening right now?" Philip Seymour Hoffman when he had that oh, scene. Oh, that was so sad. When, oh, and the girl who was coked out and they had to take out because she was overdosing. And he's like, is she okay? Is she going to be okay or whatever? I'm like, oh, that's really sad, all things considered. But see, so, many so great, that's, that's actually a good so scene. So many great scenes, that, that, so many great characters. That's a scene I could have done without the whole, like, the girl who was, like, super skinny and coked out and they had to take to the hospital because she was, like, spasming. I don't know. Basically, you know what it is? I keep wanting to take out scenes that make me super uncomfortable yeah. as a viewer. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that was the, the intent. pedophile producer. Yes, didn't like that. I, I, I think that's I. I just had an aha moment. That that's what it is for me. I want to take out anything that makes me super uncomfortable. Did any sex scenes make you super uncomfortable? Um, I was a little uncomfortable Run when. Your mom. I mean, there <laughs> were, watched it with your mom. Oh, there were a few times where I was like, I'm just going to crack a joke right now, like to lighten the mood. Yay. We haven't even talked about the most famous scene. We'll in this get movie. there. We'll get there. <laughs> I, I was uncomfortable in the scene uh, with the, when sh- his shit was hitting the fan in the 80s when he was in the car and he couldn't get an erection while masturbating. Oh, chafing. And, yeah, and the sound and oh, like, sad. yeah. It was there sad. Was a fo- there was a Foley whole... artist out there. Just think about this. They had to do f- sad masturbation sounds somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in one morning, looked at his cough sheet. Sad masturbation sounds. I was uncomfortable. What do you do for that? I was also uncomfortable watching the guy like, gross, Justin. That was gross. Oh, my God. He's laughing so hard he can't even catch his breath. I'm sorry. This is a valid question. What is wrong with you? How do they make those sounds? They apparently hit their cheek a million times in a row, just like you. Or the sound of uh, a roller skate crushing someone's skull. Oh, that's that's the I was just going to bring up that whole sequence of Roller Girl it was necessary for the film, but made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I mean that whole sequence of of happenings, which we already talked about, is just uncomfortable to the extreme. 
Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Wrecking Free Dream, your other favorite movie, where people are just going through the shit at the same time. You're just like, Ew, yikes, shower. Yeah. yeah, cold shower. Okay, let's cut to the chase, Chrissy. Okay. There's one infamous scene. At the, <laughs> like, I think this is the scene You're everyone mentions. Uh, your mom saw it for the first time and yeah. had a an infamous reaction. I knew it was going to happen, but I forgot a hundred percent how it looked. I tried to prep you. Bit. I was like, Chrissy, don't even look at the screen. Look at your mom's face. Well, I needed to see the screen. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, it, uh, I mean, so obviously we're talking about the, the penis scene. You're a star. Do you remember seeing this for the first time? No, I remember it happening. You're but like, I, what is that? I remember looking in a mirror, but that was literally all I remembered. I couldn't tell you anything about how it looked or like. So anything. your mom thought it looked gray. She could not get over it. She was like this. <laughs> ew. And she wasn't saying ew because there was like full frontal male penis on screen. She was like, what? Why is it gray? Oh, my God. I don't get it. The rest it of it. Had a, uh, it has a weird hue. hue to it. Yeah. She's like, the it's rest like of it is pink. Why silly, isn't it pink? Like a silly putty grayish Why is thing it going on? gray, Justin and Chrissy? Why? Why couldn't it be pink like the rest? Ew. <laughs> she was so grossed out by the fact that it wasn't flesh colored. So we talked about this gray, silly putty penis for several, several minutes. Am I least. wrong for being somewhat unimpressed too like sure it was very long but like i was unimpressed well i was like dude if you got if you got that like really like make it big <laughs> get some sad masturbation sounds going like really show your your stuff like the way it was now is like it was like a, a limp silly right. putty noodle yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it thing. was and I mean, I get it some people are growers and not showers and the other way around he was clearly a shower i have to think like I don't know if I knew that it was fake the first time I watched it, but when I saw it, I was like, that's got to be fake. Because it was obviously fake. Right. It like a prosthetic. Which yeah. That's a whole other thing. Like, oh who God. had to do that? And how long did that take? <laughs> how did they get the correct shade that was... And and then they, not... they film it, and then they're like, okay, we need to do it again. It swung a little too hard to the left when you took your pants down, Mark. How many times did he had to do this? I can't even imagine. Oh I man, can't even imagine that was big. That was really big. It was no, no, but that's just it. It wasn't big. It was just long. Like it was skinny. I I thought that. I was like, I was like, it's a very skinny dick. Oh, so you wanted like girth and length? Yes. That would have been scary. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I want that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, for the role of Dirk Diggler, most women would choose girth. I just didn't understand it as a button to what was going on with like his psych up thing. Like he's trying to like psych himself up, you know, like psych myself up. He's like talking to himself in the mirror and then he just like limp dick. Like how does that psych yourself up? You're a star. You're a star, baby. You're a star. Don't forget mm. it, Dick. You're a star. Whatever. I mean, it's a very interesting way to end the film. And I thought it was hilarious at the time. <laughs> but now it does seem kind of gray. <laughs> and like putty like yeah no yeah big time any other things we miss chris you glad you watched this again yeah no i'm glad because i i felt now like you understand the first my, time. my my undying my mom love. was also really distracted by julianne mars moore's freckles on her arms yes and then i showed that i have the same freckles on my shoulder no, you're you're not a ginger like, it's not the she same backtrack her hate no she didn't backtrack she said it's not the same yours don't look like that and she was right. Yours do not look like that. So much hate. She, I'm fine with so anybody with freckles, but they were bigotry. They were very. She was right. They were very distracting. Whatever. You don't think? No. Okay. Think so, love the movie. I think I wrote a finals paper on this in college. This movie and <laughs> Fargo, uh, two movies that came out near the same time that I love, but. I'd give this one an, an A, eight top marks, A, A plus. Nice. What would you give it, Chris? A minus. A minus? A minus? Yes. It's still Did an A, Justin. It? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my I'm God. I'm just with you. Uh, also, my favorite Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson film as well. Um, as opposed to? I mean, There Will Be Blood is close, but this one just has, I got more nostalgia heartstrings mm. attachment to this See, one. See, and I think I would choose There Will Be Blood ahead you would? of this. Of ahead of this? I think so. It's close. They're, they're both masterpieces. I agree. Eye. So, um, with top-notch 
uh, acting, directing, writing, all across the board. Loved it, Chris. Very good movie. And I was glad to watch it with you. Thanks. And my mom. <laughs> After our family vacation, let's watch some porno movie with your mom. We live in Chatsworth. Sit down on the couch, everyone. It's time for family movie night. And our kids wouldn't sleep either. Oh, God. She kept coming down the stairs. We're like, no, no, no. Stay upstairs. It's hard, guys. It's tough. It's tough out there. So... Uh, Chris? Yeah. Where can you find us on the interwebs? Well, just look for the explicit rating anywhere on iTunes. <laughs> Always explicit. <laughs> Always. Just in case. You can find Fuck us. shit balls. I mean, there you go. I just earned it if we just didn't already earn it. We, we had several times, but that's cool. I'm talking about porno. I know. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, and what's the other one? Uh, because of this, but it's not Spotify. Stitcher. Spotify. <laughs> Sometimes SoundCloud. Sometimes SoundCloud. There are two S's. And then for social, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter at MovieGeekCast. Hit, up, hit us up on Insta, guys. Justin's really hitting the stories pretty hard lately, guys. <laughs> They're pretty funny. I have to say. I don't know what I'm doing. He yeah. says that every week, Dodge, yeah. but he's he's surpassed me in Insta in terms of like what he can do and what he does, and it's funny. I like the stories. They crack me up. I like I like looking at other people's stories. They're great. I um, wish they lasted longer. Sometimes I record something really good, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I want to see it again, but then it's gone next day. You're talking about other people's stories? My own. Oh, you can save your stories, right? You can. Did you know that? I, yeah, I, I forget, though. Guess what? What? You're the best.com. You're the best around. Thank you. What? I, I know you said I was the best. So I said thank you. You're welcome. I don't know where that came from, but that was very nice. Well, we're ending the podcast. You're my podcast mate, and I'm saying you did a great job. High five. Hey, thanks. You too. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. Ta-da! Yay. Seriously, because of that vacation, I'm just like, oh. We made it through another day. We are blessed. True. We survived. Hashtag blessed. We did this. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, uh, next week, guys, we got another fantasy movie draft coming up. Um, the, I'll keep the, the theme secret for now, but it will be all newbies uh, drafting next week. So For a minute, I thought you were going to say all nudies. All nudies. Everyone will be <laughs> nude. We should do that as a theme. Wait, what? Nude movies. <laughs> Porn- puernos. Puernos? Uh, I was trying to think what we're doing. Uh, I have to look back. But all newbies, which is exciting. Get some new blood into the, the fantasy movie draft. Um, but overall, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Clear of you. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.